The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing, with your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow. There are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to Transformational Healing. This is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. And I hope that you are well. You know, you don't have to be sick to feel better. So, today our guest is Belle Starr. And I am so excited to have her. She has done so much in this world, and so we're going to get to share in it today. Hi, Belle Starr. Hi, Bonnie. How are you today? I'm doing fine. It's a rainy day in Boulder, Colorado, but the sun is shining in my heart. Oh, great. Well, it's sunshiny here in Houston. So, uh, Belle, can you tell us, please, what's your favorite thing to do? Well, my favorite thing to do is watching people's eyes light up when they are seen and understood when I do the aura readings. And how do you do that? Well, I have one of those fancy cameras that costs $10,000, and it takes a bioenergetic field picture. That's the technical term for an aura, is your bioenergetic field. And this particular camera has software that turns the numbers into colors, and they come out over your head in a beautiful, colorful rainbow. And I have a gift that I have been given to use these colors to tell me what kind of gifts the person that I'm reading brings to us on the planet. Great. So uh, where did you find this camera? Well, this is a ProGen Aura camera, and you can buy one yourself. They're available for sale. And uh, this is, I chose this one because it has the very best colors. Ah, well, I don't have an extra $10,000 in my pocket, you see. Well, then you will have to come to me for an aura reading or <laughs> okay. get your picture taken at one of the new age shops in your neighborhood and take a picture with your phone and send it to me and I will do your reading. Oh, on the phone. That's a way. Uh, you don't have to put your hand down on the little machine? Well, you would have to do that at the local store, and then when you get your picture from them, you send it to me. I see. However, I am also a certified Master Life Coach, so if you have problems or questions, as you talk to me, I find myself able to see the auras in my mind, the auras and the aura colors. So we can continue that way. Oh, that's great. That's great. And where did you get your Life Coach Coaching. Um, um, 
my life coach training came from Coach for Life uh, in San Diego. We're part of the International Coach Federation Society. And and do you find that interesting work, Belle? I love it. I have done employment counseling, my degrees in psychology. I have always been fascinated with what goes on inside the consciousness of people. I've had a lot of training with Dr. Brew Joy and dream work with Dr. Jeremy Taylor, and I just love watching people light up when they are seen, when the jobs that they do and the experiences they've had are validated. It makes such a difference in their life. Oh, wonderful. That's, I have experienced your, your, your readings so when we were at the Healing Touch Conference. So that's exciting to me. And I use them in all my classes when, when I'm trying to tell people that they have an aura. And oh, yes. something, something that they can see. And that, well, that I will sometimes helps. teach my people uh, who want to know about an aura to run their hand uh, slowly over a black cloth in, mid, in low light and see if they can see the smoky stuff. And that's their aura. And some people see a kind of gray color when they look at somebody who's standing in front of a white screen. That's another way. Yes, yes, it is. That one, um, I'm, I'm gifted. I can see that one. You know, when somebody's, a speaker is, you know, not projected, but is in front of a, a light-colored wall. Yeah. I can see that. But I don't have the gift that you have about all of the colors. Well, I prefer to have a picture. I like to do these readings, but it's no longer possible in this modern day and age when everybody has smart person's disease to just sit up a card table and read straight on. People want something a little flashier, and the $10,000 biofeedback imaging camera is certainly that. It certainly is. (laughs) Indeed. So um, let's talk a little bit about Brew Joy, since he was so instrumental in Healing Touch. He gave us uh, several techniques that we use all the time. So, I too. I'm sorry. Well, we met, I, uh, Brew Joy has been, was my teacher for around 10 years. He has had wonderful conferences before he passed, but he does not leave, as you probably know. We get... Sometimes I'm playing music on my cell phone, and one of the tapes he plays just kind of pops in. But he was very important in consciousness raising and looking at how things got to be, where they are, but everything he did was from the heart center. Oh, indeed it was. Um, So you met, and can you give our listeners a little bit about his story? Well, Brew was in line to be the head surgeon at some fancy Eastern College hospital, and he'd done all of his medical training, and he was your typical um, left-brain surgeon, manly fellow. And one day he discovered he could feel energy outside the body when he put his hand over somebody. And as he said, that was the end of that. (laughs) So he used his, he left the, the surgery business and went on his own walkabout and in the process discovered many, many ways of working with healing energy, activating 
and processing. He was uh, interested in Carl Jung, who was also had something to do with the founding of Alcoholics Anonymous back in England under its original name. But what we are all looking at here is what Jung calls the bright shadow. And everybody's so happy to hear all the stuff that's bad about them. They can take that. But when you tell them something good about themselves, there's the challenge, because then they have to do something. I describe bright shadow to my people as that part of your unconscious they wouldn't let you play with as a child. These are the kind, the teaching skills, the intuition, the uh, seeing things that other people don't see. And I have ways of explaining this to people that make them laugh. We really <laughs> need laughter and this sort of stuff. We really do, in- indeed, Bill. So, he was he your most influential teacher? Well, Brew Joy and Jeremy Taylor. Jeremy Taylor uh, is a, a minister of, of the universe, actually. He goes around teaching dream work. And Brew did dream work, too, because dreams are kind of a oblique look into your unconscious. And I just came back from a dream work weekend workshop with Jeremy Taylor. And he's easy to look up. It's jeremytaylor.com. And he comes and teaches you. And he's a delightful man. He's funny. He's charming. He has wonderful stories. And he doesn't have a big head, which is so annoying in people who are teaching. Amen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So where did you take your dream analysis uh, this last weekend? I was uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Um, under the auspices of Billy Ortiz, and her website is wakeuptoyourdreams.com, so she can be accessed there. Good, good. Well, you've given us two websites. How about your website? I am La Belle Star 12. Oh, I'm excuse me. I'm bellstar.net, B-E-L-L-E-S-T-A-R.net, and a lot of my information is there. Good. And I also do challenge coaching, which is if you've got a problem, call me up. And while I talk to you, I begin to see your aura colors, and I can give you some tools that you can use so that you can dance with your life instead of being danced by it, which is one of oh. Bruce's favorite sayings. Yes, I agree with that entirely. <laughs> yes. So uh, on your resume or your bio, it talks about the Nine Gates Mystery School. Aha. Uh-huh. Can you well, tell Jean us about Houston, that? Gene Houston and Galu started the Mystery School about 40, 45 years ago now, and Gene and Gay decided they wanted to go in a little different direction. Gene is in Oregon, at least she was last I looked, and she was teaching a little bit more active in the in the world manifestation of the nine gates and gay wanted to stay in the heart center so i spent five years staffing with gay at her mystery school and those are held in southern california and we will take you through the chakra system from birth to death experientially oh wow that sounds interesting and how does that how does that work well you would have to come and see but their okay. website is ninegates.com. I believe it might be ninegates.org, but it's N-I-N-E, the spelling rather than the number. Okay, okay. 
And the yes. nine gates, can you give us a little bit more on that? Well, it's more of an experiential retreat, so you aren't going to be sitting around all day writing notes in your pad. You'll be doing ceremonies and rituals and adventures. Nothing that's you don't have you could do any of this when you're 80. It's not about climbing mountains, but there's a lot of experiential celebrations and rituals from all over the world that correspond with the different chakras, which are the gates, and the extra two are high heart and transpersonal, the point above your uh, which, uh, oh. crown chakra. Excuse me. Yes. Okay, I got that one. I got that one indeed. So what would you like our listeners to know today? Well, uh, there are a number of, there's a couple of things. One is the people that I most am most likely to run into who want their auras taken wind up in about three different categories. And we have the wounded healer who has come up through the ranks of distress and has what I call street creds. They may or may not have a degree, but they learn their experience in dealing with people in trans in challenges and recoveries of all different kinds. They learned it the hard way. These are the people that are helping in recovering uh, homes. They're helping the veterans with the PTSD problems and all the other problems. They're helping people who've had abuse and they are some of the most fabulous people in the world. Great. I think, we'll, I think we'll all understand the second one, which is the swan who was raised by the ducks. <laughs> in the fairy tale, the swan, the ducks don't understand the swan, and the swan is treated badly, and the swan kind of hides all of her wonderful gifts. And finally, when she gets away from her duck family, she wanders off and sees the beautiful swan family that is her true family tribe. And then all the happiness happens. And we have a number of people with extrasensory perception and a lot of other skills that were not welcomed by their family, to say the least. And to reintroduce those people to their gifts after they've been talked out of them is one of my favorite moments. Watch their little eyes light up. I love that. (laughs) Okay, Bill, let's take a quick break and listeners will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Are you ready for a real fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. 
We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live healthy, be healthy. Can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. You are at Transformational Healing, and this is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. And today we have Belle Starr with us. And just before we went to break... Bill, you were talking about something that was most interesting. Can you finish that up? Yes, I was talking about life patterns. We had the wounded healer and we had the swan raised by the ducks. And one of my favorite ones is the person who was born homesick. Born homesick is kind of an unusual title. And it refers to the person who never feels like they quite belong anywhere. They're always looking around to find out what to wear and what to say and what to do. They all have a sense of mission. There's got to be a pony in all this horse poop somewhere. I am here for a reason. What's my path? (laughs) And they go from thing to thing to thing to thing. And they're successful. They're failures sometimes, but it doesn't matter. Everything they do is kind of like Chinese food. They're hungry a half an hour later. So... (laughs) I like that. (laughs) The technical term for this is the metaphysical longing or the divine itch. And these are people who are longing to be back in the spiritual oneness of the one, the all. And things just don't do it down here on the planet. And they don't understand why. And if I can show them that this longing is sacred, Rumi calls it the howl of the dog, its connection to the master. So it's, a, it's an honoring the oneness, and the illusion is that these people have, are now down here on earth, and they're not back in the oneness anymore. They've been abandoned, and sometimes abandonment and betrayal patterns happen with these people, and I make a, 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 it's very important for me to remind them that the earth game is played inside the oneness. And the magic phrase for that is, welcome back, you never left. And if I can unhook that feeling of abandonment, which is inaccurate, from if I can get the energy out of that belief in abandonment, usually the life settles down and the abandonments and the betrayals begin to fall away. 
Wonderful. That that is important work, and yes. as all of your work is important work. And it's hard for somebody who is married to one of these folks because the born homesick person is expecting their beloved to be God, and it makes the beloved very grumpy, and rightly so. I understand. <laughs> I understand. All righty. So you are a Reiki master? I'm second degree. Okay. And I did uh, my work with Brew Joy, of course, with spiral balancing, so I'm more likely to do that than anything else. And and tell us about spiral balancing, please. Well, this was uh, came from Brew and went on into the mystery schools, and I think it's also part of Healing Touch, but I'm not sure. One opens... Uh, the areas with one, the hand over the body, never needing to touch, opens in circular and clockwise and counterclockwise areas and hitting certain parts where the heart and the spleen and so on are. And it's kind of technical. I don't think I would be able to give you step by step, but if you look that up online or in the Kinship Project, which is Brewjoy's kind of archival website, then that would be a way to find out about that. Yes, that is part of Healing Touch, uh-huh. and it, it's uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. Spiral meditation is what we call it, uh-huh. so well, same thing. Any, anyone should go right to Healing Touch then and learn the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Brew Joy wrote two books, right? Correct. Uh, Joy's Way was the first one, which is his beginning of his journey. And Avalanche is all the heretical stuff, which everybody would uh, find maybe a little shocking. You know, I remember one wonderful morning when he we had a very mixed bag at one of our conferences. We had on the far right a ordained Mormon high priest, and on the far left we had a dominatrix from downtown L.A., <laughs> and he was showing how these two sacred callings are similar. And what did he say he about that? Well, I don't think that's in the book, but uh, these are people who serve people who need a certain kind of rigorous discipline, that might be the best way to settle that without creating a lot of controversy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bruce's work was, you know, you really had to have a certain amount of training before you could see how these things work. Right. And uh, Bruce, Bruce Joy and archetypical patterning, that's what you're talking about? Well, he is, uh, he has archetypal patterning that he discusses uh, because he will go and he would have dreams and he would listen to the dreams and then he would see the voyager or he would see uh, one woman was the the person who ferried the the dying across the river to a new life and she was similar to the midwife who brings the new life into this world and who's to say which is the darker world? Because <laughs> right. they're all kind of the same. So he would see patterns how the people would be a, um, a nursing pattern or a caregiving pattern. Um, there are people who aren't 
all incarnate and they do mystical stuff. And the shamans are some of my favorites. They almost all have had a near-death experience and they almost all have flying dreams. And I have a number of questions that I ask people when I work with the shamanic work. Mark Saito, who is a Kahuna trainer in Hawaii, and his email is paiwi at aol.com. He teaches um, Huna training. So I had my soul recovery training with him for several years. And uh, when you're doing any kind of coaching work where you're going deep or aura reading work, if you can find that piece where the person had to sell out in order to survive and offer it back to them, that's soul retrieval. Aha. Uh-huh. That's, that's very interesting. But you've done a lot of training, haven't you? Years and years and years. Yeah, I hear that and I see that in your, in your bio, too. All righty. Uh, so, with all of that, what do you do for fun? I cook. Oh, you do? Okay. I, I'm a, a vigorous volunteer at Meals on Wheels. I do a lot of the morning packing and cashiering and serving. And I love to cook foods. My best friend from childhood, Kitty Keir, and I have been cooking and having parties and stuff in different... She lives in Houston area. And we all have enjoyed cooking and sharing our friendships with other people all the time. And I'm my partner, James, is a fine writer, and he's a writing coach, and he also does high priest work, because when people come to have their books discussed, very often these books are parts of their soul, and you can't just do punctuation. You have to find out what is going on with the person so they can bring it forward in a rich way. So he's a kind of high priest pattern disguised as a writing coach. Uh-huh. Good. So, and good, we love good. what we do. What is it, uh, Rumi again? Let what you love be what you do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. And so you trained with Rumi? No, Rumi is a poet from the 13th century that has wonderful <laughs> things, and I use his quotes a lot because he's, uh, well, we all trained with him because when you read his poetry, you get... That guru energy comes and you see stuff and you understand stuff. And his work spans the century. So read yourself some Rumi and you can be a student too. Okay. Thank you for that. All righty. Let me see. Energetic rebalancing, that that would be healing touch also. Yes. So what else? I find that the people who benefit most from aura readings are people who have had to give up their the gifts in their bright shadow. The intuition. If I had a penny for everyone who said, I couldn't tell anybody this but you, and they go on about their spiritual experience, I really think if you haven't had a spiritual experience, you're the weird one. <laughs> so... Oh. People just don't talk about these things. Uh, Meeting Jesus in the parking lot, this is not uncommon. Um, A lot of people don't 
do well with meditation, and you're not allowed to say, oh, I can't meditate. You have to pretend along with everybody else who's pretending half the time that you're meditating. And I like to pop some of those balloons if I can, give people a little more comfort. Good. That's excellent. Excellent. And you live in Boulder with your, um, your high priest... My high priest is James Townsend, James Denny Townsend, and he's jamesdennytownsend.com or at gmail.com. And if any of you, mostly he gets people who are writing these spiritual experiences they've had. He just finished the dolphin book with Jack Kasowitz, uh, Communication with Dolphins, and that's going to be coming out this year. And I think there's an e-book on one of the chapters, the myths about what's going on at SeaWorld and all. All of the horrible stories you hear are not necessarily more than just a little bit of what's going on in trying to conserve all of our dying species when the oceans are more toxic than you could possibly imagine. And the things that go on out there with the killings are a lot worse than what's going on in zoos and aquariums. So that whole thing needs to be re- re-looked at, re yes. And it's uh, not a popular topic. Yeah. We were recently in Chile, uh-huh. and I don't know if you know, but there was a book written about the the feminine line moving from, like, Nepal south to Chile. Do you know what the name of that book is? I'm afraid I don't. Oh, James shoot. probably would, but uh, you can contact Dr. Google. He will tell you all these things. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd, I'd forgotten, and uh, since we've been to Chile, I want to reread it. So that's why I was, and I've been looking for it. So I will I keep looking, I will find it. You will, and you will find me online. I just wanted to mention, I know you're, this is an international program, so there are a lot of people who aren't in Boulder who might want aura readings, and they can mail me their picture, or we can talk on the phone, and after I hear what's going on with you, I get the colors in my head. I go to private parties. Some people fly me to L.A., Hollywood, and places like that. I used to be the token mystic at the Magic Castle in North Hollywood because people would call up and they would want somebody who could tell fortunes and things. (laughs) I started doing that many, many years ago. But it's all all the same stuff. And uh, I love doing what I do, and I'll be happy to talk to anybody on the phone or... And all my information's on my website, too, bellstart.net. All righty. Okay, Bell, let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back. All righty. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. 
To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought. Showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists, your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to healingtouchtx at aol.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Transformational Healing and this is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. I'm glad you're with us today. I hope that you're having a wonderful day. And our star performer today is Miss Belle Starr, and she's been talking to us about many, many things. And I guess if I had to say, call her one thing, it would probably be the life coach. Because that would work whatever, for me. Whatever she does touches your life. So, Belle, let's talk some more about uh, caregiving and that's, that sort of thing. Okay, there are many patterns that show up. Carolyn Mace calls them cosmic contracts, and uh, Brew used to call them archetypal patterns, and those two words kind of go together. There are people who think that we sit down before incarnation with our guidance counsel and decide what we're going to be. I am more of the opinion that in all of our lives, which I think are concurrent instead of consecutive, we manifest this same pattern in all of its different aspects. And one of the popular ones is, of course, the mystic. And these people are the ones with extrasensory perception and a very high code of honorable behavior. They know a lot more. Well, their fairy tale is the duckling and the swans. We talked about that earlier, the swans raised by ducks. But ducks are like radios. They're wonderful sound. You can polish them and plug them in and turn them on and you get sound, but you do not get pictures. And the swans are more like televisions. They see things other people don't see. 
And they don't know that when they're little. They think everybody suddenly is acting kind of mean and kind of stupid, and they don't understand why all these new kids that they want to play with don't understand anything because they aren't aware that there's these two different kinds of extra wiring, which is what they have. I mean, they they have the extra wiring in the duck stone. Now, this is kind of a shortcut way of doing it, but it makes things clear. The ducks aren't out to get the swans. They just don't know what the swans know. Ducks do not like to multitask. Swans love to multitask. The swans bore very easily, and they love to keep all the plates spinning at once. One of their great gifts is the ability to make a snap decisions in the midst of chaos that are really good decisions. If they had a poster child, it would be the air traffic controller. So they have, uh, they get all the fancy jobs. Some swans, if they've had enough sadness, particularly the, the boys' swans, have a tendency to give up on people early and go into the computer room and stay there. Computers don't get PMS, and they don't weep when you yell at them, and they produce in a reliable way most of the time. And these are the guys that often wind up in um, doing computer work, designing wonderful software programs and so on. I sometimes wonder if Steve Jobs wasn't a swan because he, uh, you know, even the erratic behavior would be perhaps a result of not understanding that all of his extra wiring was not shared by other people. So I don't know about the high honor system there, but uh, I think he might have been a swan. Uh So the swans do lots of fancy, wonderful things, and they're very good medical intuitives. You get a lot of swans in the healing arts, particularly the hands-on healing arts, where you're not going in with machines to see what's going on. The swans just know. So they make wonderful people that way. They're excellent lovers because they know what to do and when to do it and where to do it because of their intuition. So you want to find a swan lover if you possibly can. Okay. I'll put out a sign. (laughs) Well, I asked the swans to wear their aura pictures because they want to, where can I meet more swans? And I said, wear your picture, and you can sit down and share war stories at lunch. That's a good idea. Yeah. I went to a nursing conference, and all the little nurses, there were six nurses. Of course, they were mostly nurses, but there were six of them that I'd read, all sitting at a table with their little blue aura pictures on. They were talking shop. It was cute. And can you explain some of the colors to us? Well, I was talking there about the red. And if you get an... uh, These wonderful cameras are juried by check. All you have to do is pay for them, and you can say anything you want. So uh, one of my clues to when I don't have a good aura person that someone's telling me about is they come and say, well, I had read, and the aura person told me I was very angry. And, you know, that may be a byproduct of having so much information and being accosted at a moment of great stress by, by a duck and who wants to tell you their life story. But it's not, the color red does not mean that you're an angry person. Negative readings are toxic, 
and they mostly show more about the person doing the reading than they do about the person getting read. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So what is the most popular... No, no, that's not what I need to ask. What is the most often, the color you most often see? Well, that's a little hard to, there's several of them. Um, I think the caregivers, because I'm doing conferences, I, I wind up with a lot of people who are in caregiving professions, and uh, they are mostly in the blue shades, and the caregivers are the salt of the earth. Without caregivers, we don't get anything done. Uh, they're the ones that take, do the things a lot of people don't want to do. They're the ones that take care of us when we're in trouble. They're the ones who care for the planet. They don't have to be nurses. They can be uh, working in the, in the zoos. They can be working in, uh, in getting the soil back. They can be fighting Monsanto. They can be doing all kinds of things all over the world, caring for the planet. It's usually people, places, or things, or critters. The caregivers turn up mostly doing that, and there's a lot of caregivers who give papers online trying to get us interested in various things that they do. Their colors are blue. I mostly run into the nurses and the other people in the healing arts, and I give them a little bit of homework, which usually can be carried over into all these other folks, too. Caregiving is a projection, People who care give want to be care given, and they're modeling it for us. And they sometimes don't have a very strong sense of self. They see themselves as a pair of eyes and a handful of gifts, and they're looking around for people to give the gifts to. And when they find someone, particularly um, in the marriage market, when a caregiver finds somebody who needs what she has to give, uh, she thinks there's a good match there. This is called compassion. It is not compatibility. Compatibility is when the other person is giving back. So I warn my caregiver people who are sometimes wanting to get hitched up, don't marry your casework. Don't buy affection with service and learn to say no. The way you see yourself is when you don't give somebody something. The gift is not between you and the person. It's you and them. And a lot of people don't like to hear that, but usually I just hear, ouch. Yes. And uh, maybe they'll look next time they do that and see. It's a hard habit to break. Doesn't mean you can't be caregivers, but you have to do it consciously. That is a very good point. And, and in our world of listeners that's out there, we have so many people that take care of another person. Right. You know, and that's, that's so important that they take care of themselves, you know. Absolutely. To, and that's, that's critical. So those out there that are taking care of someone else and at the end of the day you want to sit down and cry, think about what Bell has said to you. And a couple of other things along that line is if you are caregiving for a living, you are being rewarded with your salary as well as your crown in heaven for being nice to all these people who need help. Uh, the other piece is if you are 
forced by circumstance to care for aging relatives, take charge of that. Don't say, I have to. They made me. I'm a victim of this. Say, I choose to honor the gift of birth by making this active sacrifice to care for these people, and I'm doing it for me. It makes a big difference if you're not the victim. It sure does. And listeners out there that that are caregiving for, for a loved one, Pay attention to Belle's words, because they're important ones, and you will be happier for it. Absolutely. Okay. Let's go to break, and we'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Biohacking for Health is working with your individual biology to gain access to and control over the systems within your body. It allows you to explore your biology and improve health and wellness. Each of us has unique genetic profiles and physiology that require individualized approaches. On Biohacking for Optimal Health, Dr. Daniel Stickler and his expert guests provide a roadmap to navigate the world of biohacking human potential. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow, and our special guest today is Belle Starr, and she has given us so much good information today. It's just like, whoa, her bio is must be a mile long. So, Belle, what would you like our listeners to know? Well, being as how I am part mystic but part merchant, I would like to give you my information that you can copy down, and then if you want to contact me, I will be happy to talk with you. Uh, my name is Bell Star. My website is bellstar.net, B-E-L-L-E-S-T-A-R.net. My email, if you want to call or email me, is lawbellstar12 
at gmail.com. That's L-A-B-E-L-L-E-S-T-A-R-12 at gmail.com. And those, uh, my website will give you all this information again with a few aura pictures. Uh, the coaching is, I see the aura pictures when I coach. I am available for private parties. Uh, I am available to do your, I do lots of conferences, energy and coaching and nursing conferences, all kinds of conferences that have to do with recovery work. So I am available for that too. And this is where I want to remind the people who come for readings what their gifts are and make them see and not forget anything that they might have been talked out of. I want you to have all your good stuff. My big phrase is, ready? Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. I like that. I like that, Belle. Okay, so did we finish up with the shamans? Well, we could do that. I, I touched on the shaman briefly. A shaman is a very interesting color combination but the questions, uh, there's two or three different shades that show up in the people who are shamans. A shaman is a person who brings people, places, and or things out of darkness and into light. Therefore, and mostly it's people where, in the work that I, I do. Um, so therefore, there will be in the shaman's life, preferably their professional life, people with major problems that they can help. And most shamans, I ask test questions. I ask them if they've had a near-death experience. I ask them if they have had flying dreams. I ask them if they like to drum. I ask them if they have trouble advertising their business. I ask them if they have trouble receiving praise. And just as an aside here, this also works with the caregivers. People have a lot of trouble receiving praise. And I want to just run this by, because there will be professional people listening here. A person comes to you, they say, please do this for me. They give you the money, you do the job, they say thank you, they say thank you and you say you're welcome. Now, a lot of caregivers say, oh, well, it's just what I was, just my job, or God made me do it, or whatever. Don't do that. The person can't leave until you say, you're welcome. They have to find something that you will accept, so that is their part of returning your gift to you. So forget about all the God made me do it stuff. Just say you're welcome, and we'll set them free. Good point. Good point. So the shamans work with lower chakra energy, and they're the ones you want at your back in the alley, perhaps more so than the minister. They deal with deep problems. They have very, very strong energy. Their sexual energy is used in a healing way, and they usually have strong sexual energy. So if you, somebody out there, if you're a shaman and you cannot figure out how come this is such a temptation, it's part of the packaging. You may decide what you want to do about it. That's your decision, but don't be surprised that it's there. Give yourself absolution on its presence, but not on how you receive it, what you do with it. The shamans do lots of wonderful deep, deep healing work in many ways of life. We have tons of shamans working on the planet right now, 
and lots of them work, many, many working with animals, the intuition, working with the animals. Most shamans have some kind of a totem animal. They collect owls or snakes or something in pictures or whatever, and they know who they are. They use their intuition, which the totem animal is a symbol of, to go in to see where the person had to sell out or where the company went wrong or where the animal got hurt or where the, the soil got poisoned, and they help bring those things back. It's all different forms of soul recovery. And these guys, there's a lot of shamans on the planet right now because we need help. And we do. Indeed. Yeah, do. Indeed we do. When I was teaching in Nepal, I was uh, lucky enough to have a shaman from the mountains. I don't know where he was from. But, uh, of course, we couldn't talk. Uh, we, everything had to be interpreted. But he was a delightful man. And that, that was great. Well, he's got his hands full right now, doesn't he? Oh, boy. Let's talk a minute about Nepal before we leave today. And you know that I was there and taught, and Aparna Bahatu is my friend who who lives there. She did survive the, the earthquake. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yes. And she says it is devastation over there. So one of the things, if you would like, you can... Donate to Aparna, and the, the you can go on the Healing Touch Worldwide Foundation website and push the donate button. And I know okay. she would she would be excited, and and I would would be excited if you could do that. I don't send to uh, big organizations anymore because they have so many expenses. I my my school and my my. College that I went to has colleges all over the world, but they don't have one in Nepal. And when anything happens anywhere, I send the money to the, that college, and they deal with it. So I can do this with your website and know it's going to go to the people and not do somebody's salary to fly them around giving observations. That's, that, that is very true. We don't do that. So if, if you can donate, please do. And I will be happy to. Okay. Next week... Our our guest is going to be the man and his wife that were recently in Nepal. He got out a couple of days before the earthquake hit. Wow. Yeah. Talk about divine intervention. You bet. Yeah. So he'll be the he'll be our next guest. He and his wife and another lady went with them. And they spent some time in the Napoli's uh Orphan's Home, so we'll be talking to them about that. So, remember, please, listeners, you don't have to be sick to feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Take care of yourself, and God bless. Thank you, Belle, so much for being with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Bonnie, and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday 
at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. We'll be right back. 